God is good. Doc commented on Friday night, which was very, very good, but, you know, there's so much work takes place in that from everybody that was involved, and I thank everybody for that, but I got a couple of people I want to give an extra thank you to. Tony, soundboard, uh, what a nightmare he had with different groups coming up and the different, but did fantastic. Then Josiah had a hard spot because when you come to fill in while they're doing things, that's probably the toughest thing you can do. He nailed it, but he had to nail it following. Mira got a standing ovation. But it was due. Uh, the work that it took to, to do, if you missed it, you missed it. Uh, she peaked the anointing, and then our group come in and finished it off. Oh, glorious night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, God's good. Resurrection, folks. Without it, we have nothing. Father, we thank you. We thank you for all that's taking place. We thank you for those that are giving of their time right now, taking care of the small ones in the back. Uh, just an extra special anointing upon them and what they're doing. Without the young, we'll never have the old. And we thank you, Father, for those that are taking care of them. Lift up the word. Father, this is probably the most important word we could even talk about. Because without resurrection, we are just like the rest of the religions. We would, be, we would be dead and buried and nothing would be going on in our lives afterwards. We thank you for the power of the resurrection. Hope, help us to look at the word today. Help us to, to recognize the power in what you did for us. And we thank you for this, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Bear with me this morning a little bit. I want to do a little bit of, of reading in the New Living, I mean in the Passion Translation. In ch uh, Matthew chapter 20, I want to read from 17... Oh, just a few verses here now. Jesus was about to go to Jerusalem, so he took his 12 disciples aside privately and said to them, Listen to me. We're on our way to Jerusalem, and I need to remind you the Son of Man will be handed over to religious leaders and scholars, and they will sentence him to be executed. And they will hand him over to the Romans to be mocked, tortured, and crucified. Yet three days later, he will be raised again to life. We, I don't think any of us have ever really grasped really what took place there. We were talking before service. It's an interesting, I'm going to do a little more study on it. It's an interesting thing that before Jesus was resurrected, there was people come out of the tombs. Could you even imagine, let's just picture Chester. And you know the people that have passed away. And then all of a sudden, you're seeing them uptown at Walmart. I don't know why I picked Walmart. Because that's about the only thing we've got in this town. But I mean, but what that was was a demonstration of what was just about to come in three days. Because then in three days, everybody from that point on that believed that Jesus died and rose again will also 
be resurrected. I'm, this flesh may die off, but I am never going to ever, 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 ever die. And I think when I got that revelation years ago, it ended my fear of any type of death. Even when, when Connie was at that point of I had to make a decision, do we go on and push this, or is it time for her to go? We, neither one, had a fear in that. We'd already talked about that because we're, we're not, because of resurrection, we're only moving. And anybody you've lost, they only moved if they know Jesus. If they don't know Jesus, then it's just a lost case. That's why it's so vitally important for us to recognize there's a difference in what took place. Muhammad, all of them, they're dead. Jesus is alive and well. I want to read a few scriptures. In John 11, 25 and 26, it says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. He who lives and believes in me shall never die. Why? There, there, is, there is something supernatural that took place in that. When Jesus was on earth, he was somewhat limited because he was a man, but yet he was God. He yet was resurrected. But when we died with him, and that's what the Bible says we did when we believed. It says in the Bible, in Revelations 1.18, I was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Forevermore. <laughs> We're not talking this short span that we have here. I was able to have my aunt here uh, Friday night. 92 years old, sharp as a tack, sat here in the front row and just absolutely got into it big time. Now, she doesn't have a lot of years left. She's on the other side of how many years? So am I. But when she goes, she's going to live forever because of resurrection. Without it, folks, it's not there. Resurrection ensures us a new life. Colossians 1.13 says, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into his kingdom, the son of his love. Instantly, when you said yes to Jesus, instantly, not I'm that quick. You didn't have to work to get it. All I had to do is say, yes, I believe he died for my sins and rose again. And that instant, I was delivered out of darkness. I was delivered out of that controlling power of sin. Now, I can still make wrong choices because he, he gave me a free will. But I don't have to. Where prior to Jesus, you know, we get, we get upset with people that, that live that lifestyle. That's all they know. You just have to forgive those people and go on. Because that's, that is all they have. They're operating solely out of their mind, their will, and their emotions, where we have the opportunity, when we, when we, when we was transferred, we have the opportunity to say, no, no, that, that's not the way I want to live. I want to live what's inside of me. I want to live and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. I want to live that new conscience. Romans 8, 11 says, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he, would, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in me. And I've, I've said this time and time again. I can remember 
that if I heard someone or if somebody else heard someone say they heard God speak to them, we thought they were nuts. We didn't know our Bible. Because fact is, right there's a scripture, he lives in me. That could never have happened without the resurrection. We, can you imagine really getting a revelation that God allowed his spirit to come inside of each and every one of us individually? Things were so limited beforehand. We lived and operated by how we were raised. We lived and operated by our mind, will, and emotions. We tried to figure things out. We tried to fix things. When in fact, now, all we have to do is relax, follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. He even tells us in James, which we're teaching now on Wednesday nights, he tells us in James, this is a count all joy. And in the next verse, he says, if you need wisdom, ask me. And then he says, I'll give it to you. What more could we want but we've got to recognize he's there Ephesians 2 verse 6 says he made a, he made you alive and raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus resurrection power changed our life I was 12 years old in a little Methodist church in Percy I can still see where I was standing during the song service and I can still see myself pushing everybody out of the way and going to the altar. Now, that didn't do it. It was my decision when I let go of the, the pew. Because my flesh was screaming because my flesh still wanted control. You all recognize that control is nothing but pride. You all recognize that when you argue with anybody, get mad at any... Now, don't throw anything at me. You're full of pride. Because you think your way's right. That's the only reason you get mad. Well, I was holding on. Because I did not want to give them. I didn't know what was coming up. But the minute I let go, I got saved right there. I didn't have to go to the altar. It was good that I did with the customs that they had then. But I recognized that he died for my sins. And at 12 years old, I mean, what could a guy do by the time he's 12? The burdens just come off me, and I was a totally different human being. Still didn't know what I had. Actually, I didn't know what I had until I was 32. So from 12 to 32, I didn't even know that he lived in me. I didn't understand that yet. I didn't have that following. I didn't have that leading. But once I found that it all comes to resurrection power, he changed me totally. And when resurrection come into my life... He gave me a relationship. One of the, you would not have a relationship with Christ if you didn't have the resurrection. But because of the resurrection, I died. My old self died. Lots of times it's not dead, but it's supposed to be dead. I'm the one that brings it alive. But when you recognize that you are no longer this person anymore. You are the person he says in the Bible you are. Then I have a relationship with the Father because the Father's with me all the time and I spend all of my time, all my waking hours, talking to him, him talking to me, whether I know I am or not. See, we're supposed to take every conversation that we have in our mind to him. You want to fix your, you want to repair this? You want to transform this? Every thought you have, can you take it and talk to him about it? But we can now because we have a relationship. And that's one of the things that come with the resurrection 
in Romans. Let me go there. Romans 6. Be patient with me here. Romans 6, verse 6 to 11. It says, oh, I want to back up to verse 5. For since we are permanently grafted into him to experience a death like his, then we are permanently grafted into him experiencing a resurrection like his and the new life that he imparts. Then it goes on and says, Could it be any clearer that your former identity is now and forever deprived of its power? We do not have to follow sin because of resurrection. It goes on, For we were crucified with him and dismantled the stronghold of sin within us, so that we would not continue to live one moment longer submitted to sin's power. Obviously, a dead person is incapable of sinning. And if we were crucified with the anointed one, we, now, we know that we will also share in the fullness of his life. That came from resurrection. You say, well, well I don't see it. It's all by faith. Every bit of this is by faith. What is faith? Faith is a substance, those things you hope for. Positive expectation of good. I don't see heaven, but I know that I know that I know that I know you could not convince. You, you cut my head off. I know I'm going to heaven. That same power has come from the resurrection. We live by the power that's inside of us. We recognize that we could not have it without the resurrection. He died and rose and we did too. Resurrection gives us power to change and grow. I can't change without the power of this right here flowing through me. I can't change without recognizing that I got to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. 2 Corinthians 5.17, I'm a new creature in Christ. So are you. Old things have passed away. That sin's gone. It's still there. Oh. Every day we make a mistake. I don't care who you are. To some degree, you, you cannot. I mean, you're doing better. We're all doing better. A year from now, you'll be doing better. But you're still going to mess up because we're humans. But in God's eyes, you're perfect. Perfect. You say, you, you, you mean when I gossip accidentally tomorrow that I'm forgiven already? Yes, because he doesn't see you as a gossip. Now, the gossip's going to pull you down. The gossip's going to cause you to reap what you sow. The gossip's going to destroy you if you stay on it. I can go on with the different things we do. But we've got to recognize I'm a new person in Christ. I'm changing. Galatians 2.20. What does it say, folks? It flat tells you, no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. It only came because you died with Jesus and rose again in the realm of the Spirit. It's no longer you that's directing, especially when you get in this Word and you find out who you really are. Get in Ephesians, get in Colossians, and find out who you really are. That's who God is seeing. He's not seeing the mess we are at times. He's made it. What's so cool about it is the Word says it'll transform my mind. If I could take this head and twist it off and get rid of it, I'd be in good shape. And you all would. You'd all look funny. But we'd be happier. Because this is my problem. When I had to go through that spell that you all put up with, 
taking this medication that absolutely I'm so thankful I'm off of it. I'm, I'm me again. I thought I was going to go nuts. And you know what was doing it? My mind. The thoughts and the things that this, the, it was like all the electrical things were going crazy. And I was, oh my, I can't even go there. This is our problem, not this. But this has got to quit listening to this, and this has got to listen to this. And that, is, that happens because of the resurrection. There, there should be so much joy in our hearts with all this. Resurrection gives us power to witness. Now, I, I love this one. Ephesians. Ephesians 1, verse 19. It says, I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Then your lives will be, I love this, then your lives will be an advertisement of this immersion of power as it works through you. An advertisement. Well, I'm mad. That's a good advertisement. Well, it's not my way. Well, that's a good advertisement. No. If we would take, if we would, if we would take Ephesians 4.29 and only do that, you say, well, what is that? Let no corrupt word come out of your mouth, short phrase of it. You would change. The people around you would change. The people around you would want to be around you. But when we speak wrong words, it does nothing but destruction to the hearer. Then the hearer now has to carry that that they've heard. They've got, to, they've got to choose to forgive. They've got to choose that they've already got the answer. But it's very difficult when we don't do what the word says. But, but the, a true witness in the New Living Translation, in 2 Corinthians 2.14, it says, He leads us along in Christ's triumphal possession. Possession. You're in a parade. Every one of you are in a parade every day of your life. People stand along the road and watch you every day of your life. I don't care if you're in the band. I don't care if you're waving flags. I don't care if you're riding the horse. I don't care if you're the one behind the horse cleaning up the doo-doo. You're in a parade. And how we handle that parade is how people get witness to, but because of the resurrection, we're choosing more to live the right way than the old way that had us. We, none of us change overnight. God can supernaturally do that in some areas, but most of the time, we've got to be transformed, but we can be transformed because of the resurrection. Without the resurrection, you would still, you know, it's kind of like, we've all done this, you've went to your class reunions, and those that are saved, you see a change. Those that haven't been saved are just like they were when they were in high school. Because you don't change. Without the power of resurrection in your life, you do not change. But what's exciting about the change is that people that you haven't seen for 10 years, if you're born again, it's like you never missed a beat. That's because you're growing as they're growing, and that's because of the power of the resurrection. It changed our life forever. It fixed us forever. Death has no victory over us, people. Absolutely no 
victory at all. We allow the victory. We allow those, those passions to pull us into sin. We allow, and I'm, I'm not trying to get into condemnation. I'm just telling you, we can make a choice and recognize the resurrection power of what we've been talking about today. What, what this, is, this is the most important. Yes, Jesus coming to earth was important. But without this, he would have just been a prophet. Without this, he'd just been like a lot of religion. He just was a good man. Folks, he came for you and I. Created us. What's a mind blower is everybody in here has different DNA. Everybody in here has different ears. Everybody in here has different fingerprints. I mean, now they can, they can do visual recognition and they can go, I know that is Kevin because look at his ears. They're not like stands. They're not like pastors. Don't even have to take a fingerprint. Cause God, and we can't believe that he put all that in us. He told us in the word time and time again. I give you everything I've got. You now have the fullness of Christ. You have everything. Now just pay attention to what's in you and follow the lead of that and quit getting out of self. Get a quit, quit getting in self and get out of self and just start recognizing that he wants to flow through you with the resurrection power, the anointing. When Mary was singing, the spirit of God was just like, if you didn't feel it in here, you were wet. I mean, you couldn't, most couldn't even stay in their seats. And it wasn't Mira. She just happened to be in the right place, letting God use her in something that she had rehearsed. How did you learn that Spanish so well? When, 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 she, when she went off into tongues to me, it was like the anointing just went, and tears just, oh, holy mackerel. This little girl that goes to Grace is being used, and she probably don't even know how much she's being used and how much she's being touched. We all could do that daily. Get out of yourself and start recognizing that God wants to use you no matter where you are. I don't care if you're in Walmart. And if you can be anointed in Walmart, you really got it. He wants to use you to touch lives. He wants to use you to, 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 to bring more people to Christ. Not knocking them down and saying you're going to hell and, and trying to, that's not witnessing, that's condemning. A witness is knowing what the resurrection put inside of you and just being you. I love it when people are just them. Even though sometimes you aggravate me and I aggravate you, let me be me. And you be you. Because God didn't create two of me or two of you. Could you imagine having two of anybody here? Sometimes we need two people doing the same thing, as busy as we get. But God made us all individuals and different. And if we could back off and start allowing the grace of God flow through us and accept everybody like they are and who they are, let God do the work. Recognize the sinners are sinners because that's what they are. And they don't have the Spirit of God to change them yet and fix them yet. They have to see you shoveled and do. Ooh, that was good.
they got to see you in the parade grinning as you're cleaning up behind the horses when they used to have horses all the time. Not even bothering a bit because I know who I am in Christ. I don't care what people say. Me and Mike's got a thing going now. I told him something about the Cardinals playing, and he said, I don't care. And I thought, well, you jerk. <laughs> I didn't think that. Because I said, yeah, and your Dodgers, I don't care either. <laughs> but listen, when you get to the place, and it's not, a, it's not a prideful thing, when you get to the place where you don't care what people think, that you want the Spirit of God to flow through you, then you watch how different you're going to be. Because he then can flow through you and you can be bold in what you want to say. You can be bold in what he tells you to say. He, he says, I will tell you what to say. You just listen to me. Team, let's, all, let's come up. Let's close out. This song we're going to do, I'll tell you what. It, it, I wouldn't have had to say a word. Pay attention to this, the words that are going to be coming forth. We have the resurrection power to change our life. We have the resurrection power to be a witness. We have the resurrection power to have a relationship. What more would you want than having a relationship with the one that created the universe? Father, we thank you. You have done it all. There's no way that we could ever, ever, ever live up to the expectations of what people think. But we've already lived up to what you think by just saying yes to you, saying yes to Jesus. And Father, we thank you that you're going to touch our hearts and you're going to touch our lives. You're going to direct and you're going to guide us and help us come to that place of recognizing on a daily basis, not just on Easter, but on a daily basis that your resurrection power flows through us changes us and will also change others and we thank you for our father in jesus name let's stand
the hope we have in him. I need a rescue, my sin is heavy. The chains break at the weight of your glory. I needed shelter, I was an orphan. Now you call me a citizen of heaven. thing we have to do except just believe and trust in you and everything in our lives. When times get tough, you've got the answer. When times are good, you are the answer. We thank you that you are the answer, Jesus. Thank you for your resurrection power flowing through us. We believe it, we receive it, and we thank you for it, Father. Give you all the praise, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great Easter. I know a lot of you are going to run out. You've got dinner cooking already. Call you blessed. Need prayer for anything? I'll be up front.